All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp. I'm super excited because as usual, I've got my two experts and we've got quite a controversial uh, or interesting or at least a very talked about topic. So we'll do the intro first and then we'll come back and, and talk to the topic. So who have we got first? Uh, how you doing, everybody? My name is Jonathan Hurdles. I go by Jonathan FitPro, and I love all things business, all things fitness business, and happy to be here and discuss this controversial topic. All right. I'm uh, Danielle Chevalier from Canada, and um, I run AxFit, and you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all under AxFit, and same thing, love, eat, sleep, breathe, fitness. So let's go. I'm excited about today's topic. I get asked about this all the time. Awesome. And I'm your host. I'm Jono from Fitness Education Online. Now let's give away this topic. It's equipment. Now you might look at it and think equipment, that's that's a simple one, right? But I'd love to hear the, the opinion of my two experts here. I feel it's one thing that bogs a lot of people down. I feel like a lot of people, especially when starting off, they want to start up a boot camp, but they can't because they don't have $1,000 or they want to save up thousands of dollars and get 20 kettlebells and 20 dumbbells and battle ropes and tires and that sort of thing. And I've got the complete opposite take. I started off a boot camp with absolutely nothing. And in my opinion, the important thing of a boot camp is not getting 20 kettlebells down to training. The important thing is getting 20 people down to training. So that's sort of my focus there, right? Anyone can buy 20 kettlebells and bring them to a park. The focus should be, hey, what can you do as a trainer to get 20 people down there and get an engaging workout? But I'd love to hear from the experts. Let's start with uh, Jonathan. What's Let's, let's talk about, there's many different ways we can go here, but I think uh, some cool ways to go is share how you started off, you know, what you started off with equipment wise, and then maybe recommendations to trainers. If they're thinking of starting, what should they start off with? And maybe the end goal as well. What have you got now? Okay. So, um, in terms of how I started, I remember my first bootcamp class, I was in a park. It was me, two of my buddies, and then two people that were going to come. So they were, we were outnumbering the clients and I had like one band in my hand. All right. So the number one thing that you need, you think you need a thousand dollars. No, I mean, it's great if you have it, but the number one thing you need is energy and creativity. All right. Because I'm all about having uh, open space. And so I don't even think I used that band the first time I did the workout and I slowly added equipment as I added clients because to piggyback onto what Jono said, who cares if you had $1,000 and you bought 20 kettlebells, if you're in the park by yourself, what difference does it make? You just did a bunch of farmer's carriers for no reason. So you want to get the people in and you want to use the money that you accumulate by signing them up to give them a better experience. You know what I mean? So they are building your boot camp for you. So in terms of what I did, I did it kind of wrong. I had the band. I don't think I used it. It was cheap, whatever. But 
very, very soon into my progress, I started buying dumbbells. And it's pretty ironic that I call my course Dumbbells to Dollars because dumbbells is actually one of the last things that I think you should invest in because it's not as, I mean, it's very versatile, but it's not easy to move around. So when I first started, I was running my classes at a park and then I was taking work wherever I could find it. So I was cool with this one firefighter in town. And so then I would train the firefighters at the firehouse. I got cool with a salon owner and I had classes in her salon after they closed. And then also there was this pharmaceutical company and they had their own little gym facility and I was teaching classes there. So you have to understand, every time I went somewhere, I was lugging all of these dumbbells and I always kind of project and prepare for a large class. So I was lugging all these dumbbells and when I wasn't successful yet, if I had a bunch of equipment and one person, I look like an asshole, you know what I mean? Because I wasted all that energy. So if I could do it again, instead of having purchased all those dumbbells up front. And another thing is when you're outdoors, if you're using dumbbells and clients are careless with them, drop them on the ground, or if it's not even like a clay floor, if it's cement, it's pretty easy to ruin the neoprene dumbbells. Um, but what I would suggest, and if I had to go outdoors, and when I do go outdoors, I stick mainly with, the first thing you're gonna need is cones, all right? Because then you can let your imagination run wild with running drills and, you know, just stations. Point A, you do this, point B, you do that, whatever. Um, the next thing that I would recommend that's highly versatile would be your suspension trainers. You can carry, I can carry six of them at one time. All right. And you, your clients can control the intensity. Whereas if you only had five pound dumbbells, they're only going to get five pounds worth of resistance for dumbbell rows. But if you're doing TRX rows, they can walk closer to the anchor point or further to determine their intensity. And the last thing would be bands. Um, because you can do so many things, just about anything that you can do with a dumbbell or a kettlebell, save for swings, you can do with a band or the TRX. So um, I would say go cheap and versatile, cones, um, TRXs, and, uh, and bands. Now, in terms of where I am now, and I don't want to talk too much, I have a lot, I have a shit ton of equipment, like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment because I was able to accumulate it over time. So even when I started to go inside my indoor facility, I didn't have much. I had a couple of five pound dumbbells, I had a couple of other things, but it was only after I started to get more clients that I was able to buy rowers and the slam balls and more kettlebells and BOSU balls and all that stuff. So I would say if you're starting off, it's okay to be, you know, it's not have a lot of equipment. Just come up with a bunch of fun games be creative and be super energetic and then they'll sign up and then instead of keeping all the money and buying a bunch of bullshit you can buy equipment to make the experience better for the client now there's a lot of other stuff that i left out purposefully because i know dan is going to smash this <laughs> but <laughs> jano do you have any other questions that i 
miss I've any got, bases? I've just got a few quick fire ones I'd like to ask. I'll just summarize for the listeners out there a couple of bits of gold that Jonathan said. I love how he said the energy and the creativity because in my opinion, that's the, the most important part. That what, that's what makes a trainer. Like if you've got thousands of dollars worth of equipment, any trainer can do a good session, right? If I walk into a gym and there's all these, I've got equipment galore, anyone can do a good session and you can almost get a little bit lazy, right? So even though, same as me, I've got thousands of dollars worth of equipment, every now and then I like to just throw in a bodyweight one just to test myself. You know, have I still got it? Have I still got all those other things there, which is really cool. And I love how Jonathan's also said the building up side of things, right? It's not like he got a thousand bucks at the start and you know built his boot camp from there started with one band got people down there and then took a little aside reinvested to make it better but just some quick fire questions jonathan your favorite bit of equipment to use in boot camp if you could pick just one what is it are you talking about for outdoors or are you talking about for anywhere let's say outdoors outdoors you know what i gotta say cones because you can take them anywhere and you can do anything with cones all right now you can't do everything with cones but you can make a great workout if you have a large amount of space and in some cones you can do anything you know so i would just say cones if i had to take one thing and you say jonathan put together a great workout all right i'll take some cones okay that probably answers my next question then trainers starting off they've got a budget of 50 bucks what do they get We'll throw cones in bucks. there. They'll, they'll spend 20 bucks on cones. What are they doing with the, the other 20, 30 bucks? The other 20, 30 bucks? Um, keep it in your pocket. Okay. Smash it out and let everybody else pay for your stuff. Cool. I love it. All right. Let's move on. Danielle, equipment. What's your take? What should trainers get? What should they do starting off? What did you start off with? What have you got now? Give us the rundown. All right, yeah, so I started um, in 2006. I was just a young single mom and I had no money, like barely, we could barely eat. It was, so I'm just like, what I went for is finding spaces that I could utilize the elements. So my first class, I started at this field with a hill. And then I made sure that I had another class at the beach so I could utilize the sand and the water. And then I had another class at the spot where they had a really sweet like jungle gym that I could use for bars and chin-ups. And they had like little like built-in like steps for box jumps and stuff. So when trainers, you know, write me saying da da da, da like I should get all this stuff because there's all these boutique gyms in their city and I can't compete with that. Like you guys were saying, like you can get pretty like boring and dull if you're just using the equipment. I find my best classes are when we use no equipment at all. We're just doing body weight drills and I'm just reading the crowd and I'm just crushing them right on spot um, or using pylons and just like Jonathan said, different pylon drills. So I started off with pylons um, and then just the elements that the parks uh, had and I sourced out the right parks, right? Like we talked about location in previous podcasts. If you want to know that, go back and watch that. But um, we definitely... Then I, then I added car tires. I went to an auto place. I said, hey, they were happy to get rid of them. I got some car tires, just like the little ones that are on like cars. Um, those I find almost more versatile than big ones because big ones you can just flip. And if you don't have a truck, so it depends on what car you have. I did have a little red truck. So I ended up getting some big transport tires too. I got, and I always tell trainers, you don't need one of everything for everybody. I always think, okay, I'm going to do stations of five or stations of four. So I would get four tires, four big tires, four bands, four dumbbells. So buying four dumbbells isn't so bad. It's, 
unless or instead of spending tons of money to have sets of 10 or 20 whatever you think you're going to have because you can just set up stations or you can do groups of three or four so you don't need as much equipment as you think so I started with the small tires then I got some big tires and I still have those big tires like 14 years later they're they're like my children they're still here in my yard um and then I got sandbags from the Home Depot and just the empty ones. And I went to the beach and I just like stole some sand one night and that may be bad, but that's what I did. And then I filled those up and I got, you know, four or five of those. So now here I was single mom, no money in a park, had the energy, what you guys are talking about, had the elements of the park or the beach. And then I could have, you know, up to five, 10, 15, 20, 25 people because I had five of each equipment and then I could have people on the hill doing stuff. So you kind of got to think that way, uh, natural elements and then needing little pieces to, um, you know, build these circuits with. Then as time went on, you know, I still don't have a ton of equipment. I sourced my community center that had equipment. So a lot of places out there have it. And maybe it's going to certain boutique gyms and renting time slots that they don't use, which can be tough because they want those popular time slots. But I found my community center. It just opened up. I went in there right away and I found out they had BOSU balls, bands, bars, everything you see in my videos, it's all theirs. Um, I just said, hey, can I pay like a, a small fee to use it? Because I knew I would get worn out and I didn't want to feel like I was just freeloading off them. So I just pay a small fee, an, an annual fee. I think I paid like 200 a year just to use their stuff, which is nothing. And they're always getting new things. So I use all their equipment. But then one really thing I did find after about four or five years of doing my training, I found that my clients were slowly, as they came to me and kept coming to me, they were craving and needing, their bodies needed too, that heavy weight bearing kind of exercises that they weren't getting from the bands and even the tires, right? So I, I, I was noticing some were maybe joining gyms or going to places where they could get that heavy weight a couple days a week. So that's when I invested and bought a whole bunch of weights, but I didn't get them until I knew that community center I rented from had space for me. I said, hey, can I rent like this closet? So now I rent that too. I pay like a monthly fee. I think it's 30 bucks a month or something. I don't, they just put it on my tab. I don't really even notice it. It was small enough that it made sense. So I rent this like caged closet. All my weights are in there because I didn't want to have to lug 40 pounders, 50 pounders to my car every class. I'd just be crazy. So at first I made sure I had a space. Then I went and invested and I actually went on like, we have these sites, they're called Kijiji or like where people buy and sell. And I bought a bunch of used ones because 40 pound huge weights, like they don't really go bad. And a lot of people take care of them because they're just sitting in their living room or laundry room or basement because they never used them. So, you know, buddy's trying to get rid of them now because he, whatever. So I found a lot of used weights, bought some new ones. And now I have like hundreds and hundreds of pounds because my crew needed that heavy weight bearing drills. They needed that to build the muscles. So then I started adding in a heavy weight session every week. Sometimes two days a week, we go really, really heavy and I don't bring any light weights out. So as you grow, you do want to think future wise, how you can give them that um, because they're going to want it or they'll start going other places. So I found that really kept my crew like in a, and my classes started to grow a bit even more when I could offer those really heavy things. Um, if I had one piece of equipment, I would probably be bands, like the little bands. And I don't know what or some people call them booty bands, whatever. The little loop bands and then the big round bands and then the bands with the handles. Because sometimes I forget my pylons. I can be forgetful. But you can use water bottles, sweaters. You can use tree lines where there's trees or garbage cans or benches as pylons kind of somewhat a pylon if you have to. So if I, you know, if I could pick one thing, 
I would say bands because you can make pylons out of like things if you have to. Um, and then a timer is important. You need a timer, right? Or your watch, but I like a timer, I like holding it. I feel kind of good. And then, um, I think that's it. I think I covered everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of a whistle. I find it kind of annoying, but I know some people like the whistle and some people, some clients have said, Oh, I really like a whistle. I just, I don't like a whistle. So I say, screw the whistle, get a timer and some bands and, and, and work the elements. Boom. I'm done. Cool. Cool. I'll do a bit of a summary. Then I've got a few quick fires for you, uh, Danny. So a couple of things I like about what Danny said there. One of the best ones, so Danny's always been an element person. And actually, that's probably a question there. Do you have programs for like stairs and beach and water? Have people got programs they can check out? Yeah. What, YouTube channel, yeah, website? Like, yeah, what, hill, got, everything. Yeah, just go to your website or YouTube. What's the best for that? Yeah, YouTube. Awesome. And then Jonathan Cones. Have you got any cone drills people can see? Yeah, well, I got a video on YouTube if you just – search bootcamp games i put my comb game on the uh on youtube so you can see that for free awesome awesome and one thing i love about what danielle said was the whole elements thing especially competing against the boutique gyms as a bootcamp instructor you can't compete at them at their own games if they've got all the the fancy equipment there you can't you don't have the the budget to compete with them at their own game your better bet is to try something different so okay if someone wants that boutique gym experience with fancy treadmills and machines for your bum and whatever that's great but here's an alternative which is for free which is outdoors which is stairs which is beach which is park which is sunshine so i think that's a really really cool point there also the whole journey side of things this is a common point with danielle and with jonathan as well you might look at their their boot camps down they've got a lot of equipment but they've built up to it so if you're starting off you know you can start off with absolutely nothing and then build up to it now my question for you danny a little bit different let's say there's a trainer who's now been in it for a few months they've you know started off with body weight they've used the elements they've used the bands now they've got 20 people in there they've got a budget of let's say about 300 dollars to spend on their next boot camp what would you recommend there they've already used the body weight stuff they've already got uh, bands they've already got cones what would be the next investment say about 300 dollars um and they're indoors or outdoors let's say either um, $300, yeah. I would say, yeah, you can't go heavy weights cause they're too expensive. It's a dollar a pound. So you'd get like nothing. I would do $300. Ooh, you're tricky. <laughs> I would do, um, I would get, um, I'd get like more, more light things that you can pick up. Like I'd get like a set of agility ladders. I'd get some, um, skipping ropes. I'd get just five, five skipping ropes, five agility ladders, maybe five like boxing pads because you can do a lot of like fun partner drills. So five pads turns into a, a set of 10 because you need two people to do it. Um, so that, you know, $300, you probably, yeah, get five ladders, five skipping ropes. And I have all these things I picked up. And if, um, I found a really good spot like online on Amazon for bands. So if anyone wants to reach out, cause sometimes you buy them and they're cheap and they break or they're not hard enough. So those could be tricky. And, uh, one more thing, the bands with handles, you, I see trainers all the time doing some of the drills I'll do and they'll tag me and I'm like, Oh, they're doing them with like the bands that are just the skinny band that don't have that cloth protection on it and it's just so dangerous because they can snap and fly and wreck someone's eye and it's like just or they they'll have big guys pulling so you definitely want to get like the bands with handles but they have that 
that cloth like kind of protection layer so I wouldn't do any drills without those spend a little extra and get that so yeah $300 skipping ropes agility ladders and uh, some pads and maybe um, yeah those three things awesome love it just for the listeners this is my system as well so I only run 12 week challenges every single boot camp I do I only run 12 weeks my recommendation especially when starting off the reason why I use that 300 is I find that's a good number. So say you do your first boot camp, you can start off with the basics, right? Start off with the, you get really good at body weight stuff. Do you know your animal flow, know your zoo, know your metafit, know your, your body weight stuff, have some stairs, have some heels, uh, get some cones, get some skipping ropes and ladders, just that really basic stuff to start with. And then every 12 weeks, I recommend investing about 300 bucks on like a different sort of thing. So your next 12 week challenge, okay, here's 300 bucks. Now let me get five TRXs. All right, the next uh, 12 week challenge, all right, here's 300 bucks. Now let me get five kettlebells. All right, the next one, here's 300 bucks. Now let me get five medicine balls. That way, if you can build up like that, similar to what both Danielle and Jonathan were saying, it sort of um, tailors for the clients as well because their experience is getting better. They signed up where it was just a bodyweight boot camp, but now all of a sudden they're paying the same amount of dollars, but they also get to use TRXs as well. And now they also get to use kettlebells as well. So it's really good for A, the client experience side of things because their experience just gets better and better. But also, as Danielle said, in terms of what the client needs, you know, they've been training for six months a year. Now they want to do some heavy weights. So that's probably all we got time for today, guys. Anything to finish up with? Jonathan, anything you want to add or do you want to run us through what's going on in your boot camp or your life this week? Uh, yeah, real quick. You, you mentioned something, um, boutique gyms, just because they have a lot of really expensive equipment that doesn't necessarily mean that they're good at training. All right. Because I've seen some people with access to great equipment and they just don't know what they're doing or they don't care enough. And that's what turns people off. So don't think that you can't compete just because they have X, Y, Z piece of equipment. You can compete with anybody because at the end of the day, people are looking for energy and accountability. So if you give them that, They'll pay you and then you'll be able to build whatever gym you want. But in terms of what I'm after, um, I'm at the last week of my fat loss contest. So we're doing our, our last weigh-ins. People are going crazy. And I am 10 days away from my breast cancer fundraiser. I think we've raised about $3,000 so far. So we're just going to keep on ramping it up. And, you know, um, I'm just slowly dying inside because people are harassing me all day, every day, but it's all for the good. So I'll be in two weeks. I'll be a happy man. <laughs> well, Hey, um, so just to add on that thing there, my favorite quote in the world, people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. So if you can care about that client, you're going to win. Um, with your charity boot camp, is there a link, Jonathan, that people can go to if they want to donate for breast cancer? Yeah. If, uh, anybody wants to donate, you can just go to www.bffbootcamp.com dot com forward slash donate um you have to put the whole url so it's https colon four four www bffbootcamp.com forward slash donate but there you can choose any one of our riders we've accumulated so far about 55 riders and there are more coming and everybody has a goal of 200 my goal is to raise 10,000, so i'm going to really get on their ass to raise more money but choose anybody and donate to them and i appreciate it awesome i'll jump on after this and donate myself uh too 
Uh, Danielle, anything to add, anything to finish off with? What are you up to this week? Yeah, uh, first of all, awesome goal there, Jonathan. And that's amazing what you're doing for breast cancer. Um, I think that's cool. And I also thought it was really cute that you said www. I think I haven't heard that in like 10 years because you don't really need to say that anymore. But <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I agree. Go get it, guys. You don't need equipment to start. Don't worry about the boutique gyms or the big box gyms. You just have to have energy and personality and get excited and give them attention and be a good listener. That's number one. So that's my goal because sometimes you have those regulars and you kind of Sometimes you can forget to like just give them that little bit of attention that you did when they were first coming those weeks. So this week I was really trying to like focus and like hit home with all of them and send them messages and talk, you know, give them that attention in class, high fiving them. Like I always do it, but I was trying to do a little extra more and then uh, make a group chat with your crew on WhatsApp or WeChat or whatever you guys use it, wherever you live in the world. And then, ha you know, send out a group message every now and then just spreading that love, telling them that, you know, it's a dream to come true to be here doing what you do with them. And, you know, that keeps clients around, not the equipment you have. So, yeah, it was a good topic. I had fun today, guys. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, I got to run, but it was awesome chatting to you too. Same time next week. Yeah, Same time next week. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you, while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.